welcome everyone back to Weekend at Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. You can call off the dogs. We're not dead. We didn't hang it up just yet, but it has been a while or so since we did uh, last podcast all the way back in the month of January, uh, just before my birthday, which is yeah. apropos because we're, uh, we're one day off Mark's birthday. So Mark's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy it's, uh, belated. Quite a yeah. feat to make it to uh, 47 years. Uh, good on you. Not a day past 49, Mark. Not Don't a believe. day past 29, you jack wagons. Don't don't worry. We'll we'll go a little slower for you. We'll <laughs> talk talk a little what? louder. What'd you say? Huh? Just hmm? just kidding. We don't we don't promote ageism here on a <laughs> weekend. <laughs> we treat everybody the same. Definitely not with the old man. The old, the old man. Uh, I don't know what happened in between the last time we met. There was some inclement weather, Stephen's vacation, Super Bowl. Oh yeah. I don't really know what happened, but uh, lost kind of lost track of time there. Um, I did want to connect with you, Stephen. On uh, you know, and Stephen's been living it up. He's got days off during the week. Mm-hmm. He's got vacations. Oh, working from home. Give me so, a break. I hope you're thanking your employer. <laughs> That's what you should do. Okay. <laughs> Never. So maybe a maybe a little little highlight, low light, or just just a little synopsis, a little Stevie's uh, ski vacation out there in Colorado. Were you uh, you doing the Black Diamonds backwards, big boy? <laughs> no, not close, and never will. You know, some of us have to. You know, have a couple days to get to enjoy vacation, but we actually had to come back and be, you know, all put together in one piece and, uh, you know, can't be in slings and casts and, and uh, head, you know, neck braces. Uh, low light was just the getting out there. I know that this impacted uh, a podcast we were supposed to do a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, just the travel plans, you know. With Texas, every February, you can mark it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some inclement weather. We're going to get some ice. It shuts the state down, or vast majority of the state, for a couple of days. Well, uh, crazy travel plans. Had to rebook things, leave out of a different city, uh, find a new dog sitter, all this sort of stuff. So, luckily, after a couple of days of craziness, watching weather, moving it around, um, we got to go. So, again, that was a low light, but still turned out positive. Um Highlight had just to be being there, um, you know, having five days of skiing. We got really lucky with our final day skiing, which was uh, we got three inches overnight and two inches during the day of snow Hmm. and getting to ski in in fresh powder. That was first time skiing in in fresh Hmm. snow. So that, I mean, it makes a world of difference. It's so much more fun and beautiful and pretty. So definitely got lucky with that. A uh, couple other things was the snowmobiling. So first time snowmobiling, Ooh. that was a blast doing that. Had a two hour kind of guided tour and and got to go up to I think 10,000 feet. And we could see all the way to Pikes Peak and a mountain range that borders New Mexico. So that was really cool. A little uh, jet ski on a tank track pretty much. So 
Ooh. that was fun. It, uh, those things are, they're quick. And I would definitely, if I lived there, I mean, I'd, I'd, I think I'd want one of those. Um, and last but not least was the snow tubing. It's, uh, there at Copper Mountain, there's tubing hill is in an S mm-hmm. curve. A lot of them traditionally are just straight down. So you got a curved tubing, you know, half pipe. And then the best part is, is that you ask them to spin you. And uh, uh, if, I, if I'm to quote the lifty, when they spin you, and, and Kelly and I will hold each other's feet. So we're looking at each other and then they spin you together. So you pick up a little more speed. Uh, mm. To quote the guy, it's, Big spin on three. So we were on lane three and he called us the big spinners. So, um, yeah, it's fun. It's an hour of, uh, being a child going tubing. So that, that's uh, a lot of fun too. And of course, good eats. Definitely. Mark had a good recommendation of the wreck distillery, which was great. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just got lucky in general, just glad to have some time off a full week and back at it. Were you uh, were you Copper Mountain the whole time? Ski skiing there, yes. Um, but kind of all around with different places we go to eat and go explore. But yes, that's where we ski the whole time. So, Mark, you're the uh, kind of Colorado ski aficionado. Where does mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Copper Mountain fit in there? <clears throat> I, I think it's uh, one of the nice, nicer locals. Uh, places it's I'd say it's not it's not on the larger uh, what they call the epic pass which is a kind of a conglomeration of multiple mountains you got Vail you got Breckenridge you got Keystone you got Beaver Creek that are on this epic pass Copper Mountains on a different one uh, maybe it's Apex or maybe it's its own I, I take that back so it's a local or it's more Icons. local Icon that's it so it's more of a local mountain um, I don't get me wrong it still gets plenty of traffic um, but it has definitely has more of a smaller uh vibe smaller field to it still plenty of runs plenty of space it's just a bit more of a local attraction i'd say uh, it doesn't probably get the same kind of notoriety that breckenridge vale aspen type but just as phenomenal i think the snow is great and what have you uh the one Sounds of the challenges like, yeah, yeah I, the last it's 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 one of the challenges it's through this little pass you have to get through on I-70. It's not a, an official pass, but it's no, it's prone to avalanches. And uh, it's always a challenge in the uh, deep parts of the winter. If, if, if the roads close, it's a challenge. But it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Sounds like a, like a best-kept secret. Oh, um, yeah. Did you, uh, Stephen, did you get a chance to hit up uh, Eric downstairs for the pizza or uh, Prost for the wieners and beer? Oh, uh, yes, we, we, well, we did not go to Eric's downstairs. Oh. Uh, we avoided, we have, we have so many other places that we enjoy there. Uh, it just unfortunately didn't make the cut. We needed an extra That's couple of days. We needed 10 days there mm-hmm. to be able to make Eric's downstairs, uh, on our list. But yes, we did go to, uh, in Prost right there in downtown yes. main street, Frisco, uh, Kelly, you know, at first was kind of questioning the decision, but going along because I was excited about it. Needless to say, we we ended up ordering more. It was mm. uh, phenomenal, all different mm-hmm. types of sausages, uh, pretzel with some cheese, uh, good German beer, some sauerkraut, all that kind of stuff. I mean, oh, and yeah. good German mustard, too. They had a couple mustards that were 
phenomenal for the uh the sausages and and uh sausage mm. rolls and all that so yeah highly recommend what you there it's actually um like actually pretty reasonable too you're not gonna mm -hmm. do your traditional colorado break the bank mm -hmm. mountain and the part so i, I i'm gonna go out on a limb and guess why kelly was so nervous mike this thing's connected to like a general store slash flea market slash it sells all the it's trash kind of antique it's antique slash ceilings are a little low it's a little strange no but when it, you get in low there, par but when you get in there and then you get the food and the beer and the locals and the townies are all up in there i'm telling you that's 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 the ticket right there it's a great place i i highly mm. recommend it to anybody and you know it's good when there were two different authentic german couples and they're from germany so they were in there you know mm -hmm. speaking um speaking speaking german, in germish uh, you know, speaking germish it's it's okay. what they do and uh they actually tricked one of these couples that were sitting by them to go get this like uh herbal bitters after dinner thing and said it was really good and then the people <laughs> took these shots and they were like practically thrown up so and that was wow. pretty funny playing jokes on the americans Jeez, come on, Germans. No, it's funny, though. But, but yeah, really, really good. Definitely, definitely a recommend if you're there. Mm. Well, that uh, sounds like the perfect way to round out winter, which, of course, was not rounded out thanks to <laughs> Phil the Groundhog. Uh, Seriously. Yeah, Phil the Groundhog. Uh, six more... Six more weeks of winter, and it's a it's chilly one here today in the DFW area. I did want to ask um, about kind of a weird phenomenon here related to thermostat settings. So <clears throat> one <clears throat> is, I guess, Mark's thermostat setting in his bedroom was that was that picture <laughs> that you sent us? Was that cooked up? Oh, that's an igloo. My what? hand to. The roof of my ceiling, my house, that is legit. My wife does not like the heater. She believes that no house deserves or needs a heater. So it it gets a little, little chilly in the wintertime, quote unquote, here in Houston in our house. I think uh, it, it, I think the picture I sent you, might the first one I've been 57 degrees in the house and the next one's 55. Ooh. I think appliances start to break down at that point. So I, I, I'm a little worried about the structural integrity of the place, but uh, she doesn't like the heater and she doesn't like being hot. She doesn't like that. And we have more blankets on our bed than I bet a lot of families up in Alaska this time of year have on their bed. It's uh, it's nuts. It's a sickness. I mean, she admits it. She admits it. I mean, you guys got to drip the pipes at night or what? Like, you know, glass in there. Uh, yeah. Grief. Yeah. No, I've, I've got electrical tape. Uh, I've got the heating tape on everything so that it doesn't freeze. Uh, it's bad when the, the pool temperature is warmer than uh, the inside of the house. Yeah. Uh, that's not good. It's not good. But, yeah. And it, I mean, at your tender age, it's about time for three yeah. sweaters. It's not good. I, oh, I, I, I sleep in clothing during the wintertime that, I, <laughs> that I, I don't like, you know, but I do it so that that little, if you accidentally get your shoulder out, it starts to freeze. So that's no good. So I got to wear a shirt and heaven forbid, like a foot slips out from under the covers. Uh, you're, you're going to lose a foot. I mean, it's going to have to be amputated because of, uh, you know, frostbite frostbite. So, anyway, is that a cosplay? 
No, I, I mean, thankfully, I'm you know gainfully employed and and have money uh, to pay the bills. It's purely a comfort or perceived comfort play by my wife. That is it. She hates the heater. I will when I get up in the morning. I'll flip the heater on just to knock the the chill out of the air. So when I stand in the shower, you know things don't start to shut down. Uh, and it's you know, and I turn it on for five minutes just to Man. feel heat. Yeah, it gets cold in here, fellas. It ain't it ain't for the faint of heart. But okay, so that no one goes and tries to you know uh, accuse me of child abuse and the teenager upstairs. They have their own separate heater. It's on for them. Not a problem. The rest of the house is actually quite warm uh, and they have their own heater upstairs. So no children are harmed during the uh, during my wife's insanity. Yeah, because imagine like your friends having a girl for a sleepover and then she's <laughs> hypothermic and 3 a.m. You're getting a knock on the door. Um, she's blue. <laughs> she looks like. Uh, well, what are you doing here really so early? Her. I'm here to pick up my child. They said that uh, your house is freezing. No, no, no. They have Peters upstairs. So it, it, we're, it's good. We're, we're just playing North Pole. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing a game here. What's your problem? Uh, well, if NASA ever needs someone uh, for the Mars program, <laughs> homeostasis, I think you, oh, you yeah. guys could be a couple of good subjects here. Freeze me up. Freeze me up, Charlie. Yep. My goodness. I think the other thing that I wanted to ask about <clears throat> related to thermostats. Now, I don't know if this is kind of like a conspiracy theory or something, but isn't it weird that in the summer, 78... 76 is too hot in the house, mm. but in the winter, 76 is okay. Yep. Crazy. Oh, I don't idea? know about that. I don't know about that. No? If my house is 76 in the winter, I am profusely sweating. That means it's like running. Oh, that's I'm, too I'm hot. hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's way too hot. hot. Like we said our 60, oh, joking aside, we when we're not going to sleep to bed, like it said at 65 and it's still, I mean, I'd say that's even borderline a little chilly, but I don't want any hotter than that either. Cause it gets more, I mean, it's warm. Yeah. In my humble yeah. opinion. I mean, you might be able to like, you know, cook eggs on the counter or something if it's 76 mm -hmm. or 78 in the house. I mean, yeah. Like we're like at night we're uh, in the winter, like 68 or so. Okay, well, yeah. so then maybe the comment is the reverse, where you could have it 76, 76 yeah. or 78 during the summer. But for yeah. some reason, you yeah. got to keep it at, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. Um, I'm sure it's I'm got something you. to do with humidity yeah, or True. something to that effect. But I guess it doesn't really matter in your situation, Mark. I, I really no. don't understand what, what's wrong with, like, 65 I feel like at 65, folks would be pretty comfortable. Correct. Uh, the the 55 thing, though, that's uh, yeah. it's a little ridiculous. Guys, if I ever text you the following string of words, I need you to send help. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally bitter in here, and it's and it's not like okay. don't get me wrong. If you went outside and it was 55, you could probably play golf in shorts and in a you know a pullover, right? But 55 inside, and again, we have one of these newfangled houses with like the dehumidifier, the air purifier. So like the, the, the air is also um, uh, less humid, right? So it's actually colder. It feels colder. Uh, but anyway, it's, uh, it's okay. 
That's, I'm pretty hey, sure that's what my house got to during the freeze when I lost power. So you just voluntarily recreate. We're preparing times. for those days when you know they might shut our power off. We're just pre- we're preparing. Mm. We're getting yeah. ourselves ready. Mark, called, instead of like smart. taking a like a cold bath, what people do after working out, Mark just sleeps in the cold. So it's kind of like a hyperbaric chamber slash yes. cold plunge. And so like Bingo. it avoids swelling and all that. Like no wonder Mark is just so like, you know, you know, 2%. Yep. Uh, I mean, yep. no, I mean, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. That's you know, how, you, you that's how we gets away with drinking all the crap beer and, the, and eating all the Wagyu. That's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. crap beer. You guys forced that upon me when we set up this mm-hmm. podcast. I did Whoa. get my biometric screening done today, and boys, you're looking at a a picture of health <laughs> right here, fellas. Boom. There's the somebody numbers. else today that's uh, very notable. They got his uh, clean bill of health, but I don't believe that. So I'll let you guys do oh. some investigation on that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Totally fit. Maybe. Yep. <clears throat> Bob Huggins. No, I'll let you. Okay. I'll let uh, everybody uh, check it out online. Do your own research. And I'm assuming, Mark, that you're also contributing to good health by continuing to bring your lunch. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that's been going well, and you've been, you've now mastered that, and and have I decided have. not not to eat that before 8 a.m. as well. Also true. Yep. Okay. I, I'm I'm averaging about three, two to three days a week. I've been, you know, the first part of the year here, it's been workshops. So I've had a couple of days to two to three days a week where food has been provided, which has been nice. But mm. I'm averaging two to th- three days a week bringing my lunch. Thank you very wow. much. Okay. I, I had I did fall off the wagon. And if there you a believe bit when that, I ate it before. I know I I do. I send you guys uh, pictures every day. No, whoa, I know, whoa, I know. We've, got, we've gotten one picture. Oh, here he doesn't we know go. how to send more. pictures. He's oh, yeah, he's, put him, he's put them in the mail, Stephen. He's mailed yeah. the pictures to us. <laughs> Yeah, I have he, one he video on I can't send you guys and you give me a hard time. He took okay. it on a Polaroid. He didn't shake it right. It doesn't come out. You know, it's in snail mail. Here we go. Pigeon mail. Mm-hmm. Well, I have another important question around showering habits, but we'll save that for next time. So be, be thinking about that. Um, maybe you can tell us about that, okay. that thing, Mark, at the end. I'd be interested okay. to hear a little bit, a little bit more of that, your mm-hmm. local knowledge. Uh, and these weeks in golf, so uh, it's been uh, it's been a long time. I think we had I think we had three uh, events since then, at least a couple. Mm-hmm. This one desi- designated, maybe more designated. than designated. So oh yeah. In case you haven't been following along, the uh, designated events as a way to try to compete with live is the PGA Tour having these uh, elevated tournaments with. $20 million purses. Um, so let's start with the PGA tour side. So the, uh, the Tory results, um, Max Homa won out there. And, uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about Max Homa quick, quick download on him. So he's actually been around for a while. I think he turned pro back in 13, about 10 years ago, went to UC Berkeley a uh, bit of an interesting cat, if you ask me. His first win was in 2019, though. So I, don't, I guess hmm. that makes him a, a late bloomer. But, um, yeah, so he he's actually, I think, around 32 now. He's had six tour wins, uh, no majors. So he's uh, 
he's on a bit of a hot streak. I think he might be in the lead at the the Riv uh, Genesis Tiger mm-hmm. Edition this yeah this weekend. So, um, but he ends up winning at Tory. I want to say, was that the one where Rom crapped the bed? Or he might have been in contention, uh, but ended up. He was not in contention. Winning. Yeah. No. No. That. That's okay. yes. You're you're thinking of the one Morikawa down the stretch crap bed. But yeah, Rom, in Hawaii, right? In Hawaii. Uh, I, don't was think, in I don't Hawaii. know if Rom. I don't know if Rom's quote unquote crap the bed, but he just didn't. Hasn't he won this uh, year? He yeah. did. He did yeah, win yeah. once or twice yeah. this year, but he either crapped the American bed. Express. At, he was in yeah. contention at Tory mm. or at Pebble. I don't remember which one it was. Oh. And then the next week was was it Pebble, um, yep. which is the you know the pro am one. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was interesting because when I would watch it, I feel like to the average observer you wouldn't really notice that it was a pro am. I mean, occasionally they would like show you know so and so CEO or so and so celebrity that kind of thing, but um, still a really interesting tournament, right? That the that the pro-am goes all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think that's also, the, is that also the one Steven where they mix it up and they play like spyglass and I don't know if they play yeah. Cyprus, but okay. Correct. No, not Cyprus. Not Cyprus. Spyglass yeah. Monterey Peninsula. Um, but the, you know, my thought on that, and, and this is really um, the pros are the ones that really feel this way is like one, yeah, seeing celebrities, cool, for like a second. But when mm-hmm. you realize that they're making the pros take six hours to play around because there's some that are good, some that are trash, some that have a lot of antics. I love Bill Murray, but it's too much. But the other thing is that when you look at the the top 25 pros, only every year it's gotten less and less and less, part of it because of this celebrity thing. So they got to drop that piece, get back to just golf, because that is – too pretty of a golf course and all that. Mm-hmm. And none, none of the top bros going to it. So I feel like it's going to have to change. It's going to be forced to change with the fact that, like, they have a lot of smaller name pros going to it because they just don't want to play in it. Mm-hmm. Steven, you mentioned you like Bill Murray. Is that oh. all, Bill, all Bill Murray's or certain eras of Bill Murray? Uh, the older school stuff. I mean, he's – I mean, I, I'm sure there's been a movie in the last 10 years he's been in that's been decent. I mean, he's had a lot of duds. I don't he's know. had a lot of duds. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the older older stuff, like, again, Caddyshack, et cetera. I mean, you know, he's – some of those in that era, I mean, are, are classics, okay. and he's great. So not the Wes Anderson, you know, lost in mm-hmm. translation – Steve Izu, like Bill Murray, but what about Bob, Groundhog Day? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Caddyshack. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. And, of course, the the non-pro, this is interesting, the non-pro to win Pebble, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm A-Raj, he, so that, I don't know, maybe got some sort of career there. That's, that's interesting. Uh, Can't, I don't know. It, uh, there's a little controversy behind Correct. that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. strokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cooking yeah. the books a bit. little cook in the books. I don't know. That whole handicap system, yeah, the way how you go, you go low and it never comes up again. Yeah. Like, I, you know, good for A-Raj. Um, I mean, <laughs> he, he's got enough other problems to deal with. 
uh, and then of course the uh, the winner on the pro side there, Justin Rose. Uh, yeah. You guys, you guys like Justin? You have any thoughts about Justin? I'm just curious. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't have any problems with him. I think he seems like a nice guy. I I, I just kind of me, whatever you know. Neither hot nor cold. It's good to see some of these older fellas that have stuck it out, you know, on the tour win. Yeah. I like I like that. You know, I think he's. A good guy. Some of the stuff I've read about him, how he came, you know, turned pro really young after what was it the British Open that he was like the really solid amateur, decided to go pro, and then he like went, you know, into oblivion for a few years and came back. So I, I like all that. I like a good story. It sounds like he's a really good family guy too. So I, I, I applaud those guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, yeah, cool. I'm glad he won. I, I like seeing these guys that decided to stick it out win. That's good. I don't know, Steven. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. He, I mean, I uh, think he's he definitely has tournaments. He shows up. He's other where he kind of disappears. He's kind of a little milk toast. I mean, uh, he's just kind of there. Whoa. I don't know. Whoa, that's uh, I I think that I think that's apropos. I it's hard for me to tell what his personality mm. is like. Um, I you know obviously he's a an English gentleman, so to speak, but um he two things i remember about him and i and i will call him i will designate him the phil killer so 2012 at medina drains that putt at uh at 17 Mm. in the Ryder cup uh to i think he ended up taking down phil and then in in one of the major heartbreaks 2013 u.s open at marion uh ends up taking phil down there too uh to deny Phil his u.s open major so um that's kind of what i remember of him i i like him better than maybe like a paul casey or a westwood those type of folks i think that you mm-hmm. know he he's won the war of attrition in terms of the Ryder cup captaincy and he's you know yeah. i think almost guaranteed to end up being a captain i think he'll be a good one uh, given his pedigree and his his spirit in the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. and his, I, I think he ended up winning a gold medal. Uh, I don't know if it's the inaugural one, yeah. in Rio, yeah, in Brazil, yeah, in Brazil. Right yeah, that's right. Yeah, ended up winning a golf gold medal too. So he's he's got some pedigree there. It's kind of oh, a yeah. big name, but I guess went dormant for a while as uh, golfers tend to do. So um, good for him to be back. I don't think that was a designated event uh sadly no. for his checkbook but um still yeah. good for him to come back and win and then uh in steven's favorite tournament the uh waste management or wm um open there in phoenix i guess uh scottsdale to be exact uh scotty the uh shuffler scheffler ends up winning and uh you know i don't i don't i guess you know, I had seen enough of that course and the 16th hole, you know, just that like that stadium style, just crazed like atmosphere there on the course. I'd see enough cool stuff there go on in recent years with the hole in one and, and other stuff like that and throwing beers where it's like, OK, that's cool. Mm. And the Super Bowl also happened to be in the uh, Phoenix area and Glendale the same weekend. So like, oh, OK, this is cool. But I think it fizzled a little. And I, mm-hmm. that, that's my opinion. It wasn't like as, uh, and that is p- part of that, I think is just cause Scheffler ended up winning, you know, relatively 
easily. There weren't a lot of fireworks. And so, you know, that kind of goes to Stephen. Was it was it the tournament or the gimmicks or just the course? Was there anything in particular? Why? Why you were a little bit sour on the waste management? I mean, all the above. I mean, the course doesn't really do much for me. I think that the 16th hole has been so corporatized versus what it used to be, which was true, like more stadium seating. Now it's all literally just boxes. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it just seems like a big, like, bro, drunk bro. I don't know. It just, it's not one that is ever on my list to go to. I mean, some people that I've known say, you got to go to. It's really fun. But I mean, Mm. I, I don't know. It's one that, not one that screams out to me. And I've also known people that have played the course during, of course, non-tournament times. And they say it's like the most average course out there. I mean, the only thing that makes it special is 16th hole, like during the tournament. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, just, it really doesn't do much for me. Happy for Scotty. Really like Scotty. Um, so good for him. But tournament, eh. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. What? I don't know how y'all feel about it. What do you think? Gimmicky? No, I mean, I, like I said, I, I already said my piece. I thought when when there are fireworks at 16, like it's cool. But yeah. when there's nothing really going on there, I'm with you. It's it's not not anything too special. And I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of the desert. Some people think desert golf's cool and there's a little bit extra risk reward there. But I don't doesn't do anything extra for me. I'm with you. And then, yep. of course, uh, finally up to the uh, present day. So we're at the, uh, another designated event, uh, the, the Genesis, which is Tigers tournament at Riviera out in California. So this course has some, some history of course. And I think it's one of the, one of the tour, uh, tour pro favorite stops. Um, so Tiger, um, I guess out of obligation comes back and plays. You said Mark, it was the first time since, the British. I, th- I, I think c- since the British, I think. I could be Department of Corrections okay. on that. We'll but put I think that so. out there yeah. for Department of Corrections. But, I mean, if, if he's played since then, it's been once, right? So this right. is yeah, like yeah, yeah. he hasn't been back that much. He comes back for his own tournament. Uh, he might have played the PNC, uh, father-son. I don't know if that counts. Oh, yeah, yeah. It probably okay. doesn't Good count point. as an Good actual point. event. Yeah. Um, but he uh, ends up being minus two. Was that final? Yeah, yeah, minus Vern? two today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Minus two today, amazing showing. I think the leaders are about at Minus seven. seven. Um, so that's uh, that's amazing. I would not have, I would not have guessed. I could have just nope. as easily seen him going the other way, and I saw several scores there above par. So maybe we'll ask uh, Marnak to throw out some predictions later about where he'll end up. But <clears throat> it's Do um, what you will. Yes, it's just kind of a it's um it's bittersweet right because you like you like mm-hmm. seeing him there and you like seeing him contend but you're like gosh what could have been um if he didn't have some of the the struggles that he's had mm-hmm. and having to start over every time let me switch gears for a second to live um so live still <laughs> still uh, in hibernation if you will uh that tour likes to take a little slower and so uh first event i believe is Feb 24th, so coming up pretty soon at mm-hmm. Mycoba. When I had checked before, um, there were only seven events on the schedule, according to ESPN. Now it looks like it's fully fully populated, but mm-hmm. um, I, I found it funny on there. There were a few a few cities on there when they only had seven, like 
it was like Tucson, Tulsa. I'm like, okay, now the other ones are going to be Toledo, Topeka, mm. Tupelo. Oh. I'm like, my mm. goodness. <laughs> so, uh, you know, probably some cool courses on there, but also maybe uh, maybe a few stinkers. We'll see. Um, but there's been lots of back and forth between various pros. There was a, a feud that Mickelson had on Twitter, and I, I'm quite – surprised that he hasn't gotten absolutely filleted um because he, he it looked like he went pretty incendiary on one he he had a he had a tweet back to someone so he got into a back and forth with some folks and he and he said this to a guy he said ma'am we are speaking guy talk this isn't directed at you so i think phil has got to use <laughs> wrestling terminology he's got absolute heel He's the bad boy, and he's ready to go down with this ship and Normie in just complete flames. I can't, mm. I can't believe this guy he used to be the sweetheart. Now he's just, he's lost it. Mm. How does it make you feel, Mike? Because I know that you were, a, you know, a very big fanboy. If I, if it's fair to to say that, so yeah. how, how does this make you feel? Like, is it just like a bummer now seeing him look kind of very raggedy, and it looks like he's falling off and on the way i mean he just he just he doesn't seem like well he definitely doesn't seem like the same guy he doesn't look like the same guy it's what are you thinking it's everything you've said and a and a perfect way to represent that is when he lost at marion to rose and he he and colin lost at wingfoot and he's <laughs> lost you know six runner up or whatever in the u.s open i i was heartbroken and now I don't feel that way anymore. That's that's the representation of what he's wow. done to himself and his and his fans. And it's I don't you know we America and sports will give people chances to come back. I just don't know mm-hmm. what the, what that might look like for him. But I I hope they all come back for the Masters. And I I would love to be. Mm-hmm you know, a cobbler on the table at that dinner. Cause that would, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be absolutely amazing to see the fireworks in there with Reed <laughs> and Bubba and DJ and all those guys and, and Phil back in the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um, oh, you and mean then, just those guys. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't stop there. You know, Faldo uh, roasted Normie. You know, he had quotes like their tour is meaningless with this, you know, Chuck E. Cheese shotgun starts and, and 54 holes. Chuck e. um, so it's, you know, they're they're keep in, you know, the conspiracy theorist in me thinks it's just a way to, you know, get golf out there and keep it keep it meaningful and find ways to, you know, transform it to go into the future. Um, and as it comes to the viability of live, that of course hinges greatly on whether or not they get official world golf ranking points for the tournaments. So there are several entities. I I believe there are six entities, um, the four, the organizations that represent the four majors plus a DP world tour commissioner and PGA tour commissioner. So that's Monaghan and Pelly. Uh, they have recused themselves from weighing in on this ruling. Um, but my understanding is, so, so that leaves it up to the four majors to basically determine whether or not Liv will get official world golf ranking um, points for their tournaments. But my understanding is, have you seen, um, have you seen the movie Casino? 
when oh, they yeah. talk about the the application for the permit and it's like you come in and you redo it and then the application gets put it I, I feel like it's that where this application is just going to get shuffled down to the bottom and this thing's just going to get drawn out you know for for years but i think <laughs> this year this year will be absolutely crazy because you got you're gonna we're gonna figure out what goes on with the four majors we're gonna figure out what goes on with the Ryder cup and all these guys and, and all of it's sort of going to play out. And it's, it's going to be, I mean, you know, aside from whatever it's doing to the game, it's, it is, you know, quite good entertainment for the, for the golf fan and um, the person who was looking for, you know, some fireworks in the sport. And as we like to do, I will round out the, uh, this week in golf segment with some, some best practices and tips from golf.com. Yes, um, this is so the stuff have, I come here and for, favorite. Folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have two. So the first one is a is kind of a uh, a, a Rick bonus trivia question here. Oh, so, oh God, here we do go. Do you know mm. the best the best place to store golf balls when you're not using them? Any idea? Definitely not your freezer. If that's what you're thinking, no way. Your golf I was going to say a hint is Mark's bedroom. Yes, no. According yes. to them, it is Get the freezer. Out. Why do you oh, yeah. say it's not the freezer? I don't know because there's uh, the composite material in there and all that. Like it, To me, it's got to shrink, right? I don't know. Yes. Actually, when things get colder, the molecules tend to get tighter because they're, they're hardening and then they freeze and they expand. And so you should always buy gas when it's colder because it's volume based. I could go, I could go on and oh, on. Oh, okay. It's... Mark, all right. Mark saves four pennies every time he fills it up when he goes when it's cold. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I will never store. Tell us Here's why, my... Mike. Okay. Uh, yeah, go for go it. Ahead. Go ahead, Stephen. No, no, no I'm, your... I, I will never follow that rule. But go ahead. Because why? <laughs> I, I, yeah, it just doesn't seem right. I don't know. Okay. You don't want to well, freeze I... your balls. Cold like, it... as ice. <laughs> Cold blooded. I got a dozen Slazengers in there right now. So let's you know. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Slaz. Yeah, that goes. That's got um, a rounded hearthstone written all over it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, they also like to dabble in the, the uh, cuisine. And so the uh, care to guess, <laughs> care to guess what the secret to great fish tacos is. According to golf.com. I'm going to go Rumelon. Oh. <laughs> I used to work with that guy. What were you going to yeah. say, Mark? I'm going to say just as riveting as their uh, poke bowl uh, ingredient of quality fish, I'm going to go with quality fish makes a good fish taco. Okay. Well, so there it was two parts. One part was the seasoning on the fish. And then the mm. other part was, I quote, all the things in the taco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, so my. all of heavy, it. hard-hitting journalism from golf.com. Yes. Wow. So what you're telling me, Mike, is the stuff in the taco makes the taco. In other oh. words, the the tortilla or the wrapper has little to do with the quality little of, to a, nothing. of a taco. Okay. Mm. So. Man. I've learned so much today. Yeah, and wow. that'll uh, that'll drive you to drink. So let's move on <laughs> to everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. I'm going to start with 
the old man who's running yes. out of days, another year older. Wow. What, what sort of cider or Boone's Farm you got for no, us this week? No, 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 no. He's got you a wine me, cooler. <laughs> you guys gave me a hard time about my cider last time. And I got a Bartles that, and James. I took that to heart. So, hey, you got your I, fruit, though. I did. I put the Zima back on the shelf. I put the Boone's Farm. I put the two buck chuck. I put it all the way. And guys, I got a real treat for you today. Hailing from Fredericksburg, Texas, mm. all the way from German country and Allstadt Brewery. I've got the look at the can. Ooh, this can. Man. Oh yeah. Very this much is, German writing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is an Allstadt lager. Oh yeah. You guys were impressed by the can. It's actually got embossed lettering. I can actually rub my finger over it and get a little. Oh yeah, it's wow. embossed. It, like that's it official. Up. Uh, but we got the Allstadt Lager. This is hailing again from Fredericksburg, so not far from uh, here. Uh, you know, in Northwest Harris County, Fredericksburg's a little bit further up the road. But this is a lager. I, uh, you guys know, I like lagers. I took a little deviation, a detour, if you will, and went with the the cider last week and got ridiculed uh, by lots of people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and, um, you know, I just, I think Allstott is, is really pumping out some good stuff. I first caught their attention, or they first caught my attention with the, uh, I think it's the, a couple of different beers that we have on tap at our local watering hole, uh, the Frio Grill shout out, potential sponsorship opportunities. Um, they have a lot of really good stuff from the Hefeweizen to Kolsch. They've even got some IPAs, Mike, but this lager to me, uh, I was at an HEB shopping as i normally don't do and uh they were giving away samples samples and i tried some and it was fantastic so uh yeah they all start lager um refreshing cool crisp very nice lager good to the you know the, the on the palate and then the aftertaste as i like to um talk about a lot here i give this four out of five lawnmowers on the scale mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. High quality. I would highly recommend this. And I got a real treat for you if I can refrain from drinking all of them for next week from the same place, different beer, equally as good. But we'll talk about that one next week. Um, did you get like a six pack sampler? No, no. But I did notice that a lot of these beers are now being sold in six packs. I don't know. What's the deal? They, they reduce them from 12 to six, but they charge well, you more. Very interesting marketing. Well, there's traditionally options. You got 6, 12, 18, 24. And then the price going up, that's just called inflation, Mark. So, um, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll the lady, the lady hooked me up with a six pack. She said all these come in as six packs from Allstat. So, mm. anyway. What were, you, what were you expecting? I don't know. 12 pack? Mm. I thought you wanted normal? like a three pack. Yeah. I mean, Mark's like, I can I get a two pack trial? <laughs> if I like it, I'll order four more. <laughs> Maybe, you know. Just one of these mail order options. I, but no, I'll like you. you. They, they, got, but, they got a color scheme too. They got, they got the whole plethora of beers. I, I highly, highly recommend. If you can get this on tap, it's even uh, that much better. But I really, really like the lager. Um, and I look forward to talking to you about next week's beer as well. So you're, Go I mean, it. you're kind of a connoisseur of domestic piss water. Like how is, is this much more like full body flavorful than some of those? Like it, like more of a Pilsner. <laughs> Mark just spit out his beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it is. If it's four out of five, I'm assuming 
even though it's a it's a lager, it's it's a little bit more flavor. Oh, that hurt. And I was gonna tell you. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, I was sorry. gonna tell you. I, I'm not that I, young, Mike. You can't say that kind of stuff while I got fluid in my mouth. Jeez. Uh, right, I was gonna tell you though. Question? I I had a I had a blonde ale the other day. Those Ooh. things are pretty good. I tell you, oh, what, yes. for my money, a blonde ale might be one of the most quaffable, delicious, refreshing, flavorful yep. things that there did, is. Did now. you go pick up a six or a paradigm like I was touting the other week? No, no. This oh. was I got a draft uh, somewhere and had a had a blonde ale and it was pretty good. I'm with also, you on the blonde ale though. Yes. So yeah. I've seen these all stats. I wanted to ask you: Have you <laughs> do you recall a famous fullback from Purdue mm. University? Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott. Oh, yeah. Mike Allstott. The same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's one of the top fullbacks ever. Okay. I didn't know mm-hmm. how, you know, uh, you know, Purdue, Harvard of the North, whatever. Like, I didn't oh, know how yeah. well-known Allstott was outside of – but apparently uh, fairly well-known. So. Oh, no, yeah. He's, no, he's one of the he's best big. fullbacks ever. Yeah. I like Daryl okay. Moose Johnston, but whatever. What? All right, but yeah, Mike, I, the, it is full body. I mean, I like, I, I like, I said, I like the, I like the flavor of beer. This is definitely a traditional lager, great flavor. Highly recommend. Y'all go pick yourself up a six pack. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Cheers. Even Bourbon Hunter, what do you got? <laughs> I don't know if I can top that. No, um, you can't. But try. And I don't. Yeah, I hope you guys don't make me spit this out. Um, yeah, so today I have Wyoming whiskey for you here. Uh, this is one that's been, I've, I've, I've bought and had for quite a while now. I, <laughs> I wanted to kind of finish up a few other bottles before I opened another one. And, um, this was recommended, <laughs> this was recommended by a guy at the store. Oh, and, of course it was. Oh, here no, we no, go. This, this is these are get his phone no, 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 no. This get isn't his phone the number. Oh, this isn't the random, you know, guy with the shopping <laughs> cart and throwing miscellaneous in there. No, <laughs> that these are actual people that I trust. Mm. Um, so and people at pros. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, small batch bourbon whiskey. This is distilled, barreled, bottled in Kirby, Wyoming. Um, Kirby's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I had to look it up. Uh, I don't think I'll ever be going through Kirby. It's the whole state's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's fair. But kind of besides, you know, Jackson, um, Jackson Hole, it's kind of not a lot else out there. But it is 44%, 88 proof, um, and it's aged five years. So Mm. um, kind of about average for some of the – some whiskeys out there. Overall, it's pretty good. Like, I think it does kind of live up to the quality in which they were telling me. Uh, I, you can kind of tell it's not, you know, up in the eight plus age year range. I think it'd be, I think they do have a 10 year, which I would like to get my hands on because I do think it would be, um, have a little bit more body and potentially a little bit smoother to it. But again, for 40 ish dollars, um, I actually think it is very good. And for me, kind of get to drink it. This might be a good one to drink when you're watching like the Yellowstone show. Mm, yeah. Okay. For me, I'm reminiscing about the mountains from the other week. So yeah, definitely, definitely very good. It's definitely um it's definitely a rebuy for me at some point for sure. So it's not excellent, just kind of very good. Uh, yeah, I put it as very good. Definitely, definitely above yeah. needs improvement, not outstanding <laughs> with distinction. Okay. It's kind of yeah. 
I don't yeah. know. Does it have the I, similar supply chain issues where it goes via California? No, no, no. Topeka? This is this is distilled. I said this distilled, barreled, and bottled oh, in Kirby, Wyoming. Thing. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one time, I will be interested to know kind of what your top non-Kentucky recommendation is. I I, I wonder if that's mm-hmm. something where it's like it's always going to be kind of second fiddle, or uh, mm-hmm. if there's mm-hmm. one out there that's really good. I'll give that some thought. I'll, I'll follow up on that. All right. So for me uh, this evening, this is one, I, you know, I go all out here for the weekend at Berkman's. <laughs> I almost got busted at Central Market. I rolled up with a couple that uh, I had pulled out of some six packs. Oh, and, wow. Uh, the lady's Five like, oh, uh, yeah. And, and the, you know, I, I try to go to the same people who I know will just type in the single the uh, single beer code when it doesn't have the label. I mm. made a mistake and went to somebody I didn't recognize. And then there was, <laughs> they have these foodies that work at central oh, market no. with aprons on and there, and she's helping out bagging. And she's like, Oh no, let me go back to beer and, and see what the deal is on these. And I almost ran out of store. Um, but I held it out. She apparently like printed <laughs> off a couple of labels, like what, like it all, it all worked out. Um, so this one here is uh is from Martin House uh, over there in Fort Worth. So Steve, oh, I yeah. owed you I owed you an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was all the way back from before my wedding. Uh, we went to Martin House with the uh, the other side of the fam, and mm-hmm. so I I did a little digging. I asked about Honey Bear. They said, mm-hmm. you know, let me check in the back. Of course, they didn't have any more, but they said if you if you blow up their social media. Yes. they'll bring it back. Hmm. Um, All so right. that's apparently that's neat. What needs to be done? But they had man, they had quite a few eclectic. I think they had like three or four pickle beers there alone, not just one, but like three or four. So it's some interesting pickle beers there. Um, this one is called Double Berry, and it is mm. a sour ale with blueberries and blackberries. Um, so it's quite a quite an interesting Ooh. can there, mm. and it's got our it's got our uh, bear friends on there um, from the honey bear, uh, just in, in oh. different form. And uh, this this one's actually eight percent. So oh. I'm interested to get your take, Stephen, on sours, but this is pretty good. Now, what what's interesting is that I would say by definition <laughs> most sours are tart. And so tart. this is this is like ultra tart because you're bringing in the the berry and the fruit aspect. Now, um, it I would say that like what's great about Honey Bear is that it's a sour that brings in jalapenos and honey and pineapple. So it's got many flavors to sort of mm-hmm. cut that tartness, and it's just it's a, it's an absolute symphony of flavor. This is it has some of that flavor to take away from just the pure sourness or tartness, but I don't know if it does it for me. And what's interesting is my wife, you know, I'll, I'll go pick up random sour and I'll be like, Oh, you love sours. And, and she'd be like, nah, like this is, this is too traditional um, for me. So I would say this one, it's good. It's not as good as the honey bear from Martin house. But I think that for me with my sours, I like the kind of flavors that are going to cut, the tartness as opposed to adding to the tartness. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, Mike, you are comparing it to one of the best. So that, I, I think that's your problem is that you're, you know, I think we, we set the bar too high and anything else might not be able to compare from there. So, yeah. but yes, I, I am planning to blow up their social media. That's what I kind of got back from reply. And so my plan is to, on every single one of their posts going forward, I will reply with, Bring back Honey Bear. I might make some non-threatening threats. Just kind of see how far that goes. <laughs> non-threatening we'll threats. Non-threatening if, threats. Here is my here is my promise to you. If you get it brought back, I will drive my luxury car down the road to Martin in <laughs> Fort Worth, and I will load it up, and I will bring it down. Oh. We'll do the on-location free throw contest, and we'll get yes. buzzed on. Oh honey man! Bears. Yes. Oh, do they God, even have right. a social media yeah. presence? I got a yeah, yeah. Guys. They got an Instagram. I I've oh. already as you were as you were doing your review, Mike. I've already commented on their latest post. Bring nice. back do they, do they have Twitter? Mean, uh, meanwhile, I don't know. Mark's yeah. looking at a tablet of paper. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually. Quick update on Cowhide. So we had um, conference championship and the Super Bowl since the last time that we met. Um, uh-huh. So conference championship, Marnak, clean sweep. Marnak, good prognosticator, great dun, dun, prognosticator. Dun, 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 dun. Philly, uh, mm-hmm. Philly crushes the Niners, um, ends up going to the Super Bowl. So Philly in the Super Bowl, to, I'd say no one's surprised. And then the Chiefs-Bengals game. Boy, that one was a little interesting. And that uh-huh. I saw an article – where Roger Goodell, this boob, says that officiating has never been better. Um, and so there was that uh, play, if you'll recall, in the Chiefs-Bengals game towards mm-hmm. the end, pivotal play that the uh, refs just decided to redo um, yeah. for no good reason. And so um, that ultimately, in my opinion, ended up to the Chiefs um, winning that game. And then so it was the Chiefs. And the Eagles in the Super Bowl just this last weekend, and it was a uh, it was a thriller. And um, you know, back to Goodell's officiating right there at the end. Uh, you know, depending on which camp you're in, Eagles get uh, get jobbed, and um, you know they get that that penalty there at the end, and it ends up uh, ends up costing them the game. I would say. Hmm. So um, what was interesting was I th- I think that. You know, between us and our our Philly friend, you know, we thought it was going to be Philly, um, you know, pretty lopsided in the Super Bowl. And uh, I guess I don't know what you call it, Mahomes heart or just uh, magic or, you know, read whatever it was. uh, Chiefs end up uh, pulling off the victory. So Mm -hmm. um, any comments from you guys on on the end of the playoffs or the. The Super Bowl. I, I will say that I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody Stephen said that the reason the officiating so bad is because Pereira and Sterator and all these guys are making more money in the booth oh, than yeah. they are down on the field. It's like the live. It's like the live tour of the old officiating. Uh, you know, they make more money talking about it than doing it. But I don't know. My my thought. I. I I've had a weird love-hate relationship with the NFL over the past few years. I thought this was a, a fun season of some good games, some good teams. I thought the Super Bowl was good. I like it when it's close. I didn't really have a dog in the hunt, so to speak, but I liked that it was a close game. I can understand how the Philly fans would 
feel like they got job with that call. Uh, that call was going to get made in the you know first five minutes of the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. It was a hold. I I, I don't know. The timing obviously sucked. I, I think it was quite. I think it was borderline. I think that I also am a big believer in like they hold on every freaking play, um, or they don't. Right. So I mean, I don't. I just I'm also big on like one play doesn't win or lose you the game. One field goal missed or made doesn't win you the game. I mean, fundamentally, it just it just doesn't. So I feel bad that it all gets blamed on that one play. But it was a little odd that like the official that threw the flag was the furthest official away. You're just like, okay, not the two right up on it didn't call it. So I, I feel for Philadelphia fans. I thought it was a great game as kind of an independent observer i thought it was a great game really enjoyed it kept me in you know into it till the end uh i hope all super bowls are like that i mean the blowout 52 three games it's just boring so to me this was fun i enjoyed it uh good for the kansas city chiefs yeah i thought the um i thought it was a good game too um totally agree that there are 150 other plays in the game so you really you can't blame it on just that one but if you call that holding, you have to call holding right. on every single That was so 100%. light. And yep. to me, in the last five minutes of the game, and that was at three minutes, I think, or right around there, yep. you have to call super quality, super obvious yep. penalties. If not, keep your whistle out of your mouth because 100%. that did ultimately end the game. So, um, to me, let them play out. If it impacts the play, yes. The other, The other kicker to that, is that ball sailed about eight to ten yards yeah. over his head? It was yes. uncatchable. Hundred yeah. um, yeah. percent. Even without the hold, if he just if that defender just stood there and let the receiver on that ball, is still eight to ten over yeah. his head. So wasn't catching it. Yeah. Um, but also the Chiefs got help in that Cincinnati game. That second half, the second half of the Cincinnati Chiefs oh, game was probably the worst officiating I've ever seen, um, maybe ever. I mean, at least in a long time. So. Uh, yeah, overall good playoffs. Um, I guess I really have to stop doubting Mahomes now because I guess he's he's pretty darn tough. And I mean, uh, really good. Yeah. Two Super Bowls, two MVPs. I think all five AFC championships, something like that. A, a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. Couple of years, five years. So wow. Yeah. And or somebody in a high up place is putting a lot of money on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, officiating uh-huh. uh-huh. crews in in on it. So that's a yeah. I I like to think that I'm in the camp that because you know I I I tend sometimes watch these games with people that don't really understand the sport, and it's like, well, is the penalty reviewable? Like I get that question. Right. I'm like, well, yeah. no, but yeah. I mean, is there? <laughs> the particular yep. reason in my mind why it's not is because then you'd be, you'd be reviewing every play. And then you think Correct. about football as a sport, you know, football, basketball yep. fouls, baseball yep. strike zone. It's like, I mean, you could be reviewing every play yep. and football may be one of the most subjective sports there is out there. If you think about mm-hmm. it. So it's, it's kind of maddening. And I guess yep. that, you know, adds a little bit to the charm, but uh, for me, when it costs you the Super Bowl, yep, just a little bit too much to stomach. Yep, I think the most important thing though is uh, when that kicker missed the field goal in the first uh, second quarter, it ruined my uh, ability to win uh, my square. But you oh, know, whatever, rats. 
whatever. Uh, such is life. I don't hold it against him. Yeah, I know. Thanks, man. I'm with you. I, I think I, th I, it, I, I don't want to ever be in a position where we're like, okay, we're just going to let computers do all the calling. I love an umpire behind the plate. I love a referee throwing flags and people getting pissed. Like, that's just the deal. Like, I want humans still involved. I don't want this computerized junk. I'm just not into that. I, it's part of the deal. The minute computers start calling balls and strikes and penalties, I'm out. I'm out, period. Anyway. Well, thanks to Steven and uh, that suggestion on Grassgate. I got a drone circling the house, and I'm <laughs> drilling my hard drives, so appreciate that. Um but anyway, yeah, I we maybe we can talk about that next time and all the uh, the slippage and the crazy other stuff that was going on. Um, of course, the Cowboys have a big coaching shakeup. Not not at the top, um, but uh, McCarthy will still be there. But pretty big shakeup. Otherwise, Jerry's starting to run out of years. He's got to got to get something going um, to get a Super Bowl. I thought this year might be contender with you know Dak mostly healthy and in, in the defense, but um, some reason couldn't get it. So um, we'll see if, see if the coaching potentially had something to do with it and we can uh, mm -hmm. make things better next year. Mm -hmm. I, um, as you may or may not know, I, uh, I like doing crosswords, something, something I like doing. Don't ask me why, uh, why? I came across a, uh, an interesting little sports fact. It's a little mm -hmm. Rick bonus trivia here. I want to ask you. What, you mean second place Winnipeg Jets? Sorry, go ahead. Ooh. Give it time. Mm. Which, <laughs> which state? So I'm going to ask you about total sports teams in a state. And we can consider, we'll consider MLS as part of this. Not that it's going to make oh, a geez. difference. So if you think about which states have the most sports teams, and this was a clue in the crossword. So I'm going to give you the first five, and I want you to think about what the fifth is, and and we can wait. We can you're come giving back me us the first five, and you want to guess the fifth. So you're going to give it to us, or you want to guess the sixth? Uh, this is semantics, Stephen. Okay. So I'm the just, first five. Are we, are we going on three? Are we going after three? Yeah. Okay. California, mm. Florida, mm. Texas, mm. New yeah. York, mm. Pennsylvania. So the question is, if you're counting, number Stephen, six? number six. Okay. You said gets five. Okay. No, no, no. So We're good. Th think about that. Hey, I have the power of the editing here. So just relax. <laughs> <laughs> now, unfortunately, so I, I lament about Tarico. You know, Stephen laments about Gus Johnson. I couldn't mm. find Tarico's contract end date anywhere on the internet. So I don't know when, when he's going to be out of the booth. So unfortunately we're stuck with him for a while. Mm, Steven, did enough. you, did you see this article about how the top bosses at CBS sports were not happy with Tony Romo? Oh yeah. Yeah. They had to have a talk with them. Oh boy. And I like, thought, turn it down. Don't be so, well, don't say all the weird stuff and say, Oh, oh, <laughs> oh Jimmy. Jimmy boy. But did you see the, the comment about the preparation? Oh, no. Preparation. Oh, yeah. More. Well, apparently they, they had this intervention. I didn't really hear the part about hot dogging it too much, but there was a part about he about his, it, the, the comment was his preparation. And I'm mm. like, okay, is, is he preparing too much? What? 
So apparently he doesn't prepare. Like they they are not mm-hmm. happy with the amount. So he's just winging it too much, and he's using too much inflection in his voice to cover up the fact that he didn't know what he's talking about. So apparently that's the uh, mm-hmm. that's the thing. So um, hmm. I I think is it fair to say that you're a fan? I know we're all fans of Nance here. Are you fair of the Nance? A fan of the Nance Romo booth combination, Stephen. Mm. Uh, I okay. Here we've talked about this before. Oh, uh, here we go. World, caveat. It's caveat, uh, caveat. perfect world. It's Jimmy and Troy. Ooh. Um, but the I don't think they mesh well. But those are my those would be my two favorite. You know, broadcaster and color guy. So, um. Do I like it? Yes. I mean, I, I think I like it. I, they're definitely better than the new Fox, than the lead Fox crew, in my opinion. So okay. I would say yes. I'm not, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Romo. I, you know, I thought it's sometimes it's hard for me to tell whether or not these announcers are any good. Um, but apparently CBS not happy with Romo. So we'll see if there's some sort of change um, next year with uh with romo and his his preparation or his histrionics um and then a couple of uh sad notes just r.i.p to uh billy packer so he's a uh you know ncaa uh i don't know i'm assuming he did regular season but certainly tournament legend um and so he he ended up passing since we recorded last and then i think just today uh tim mccarver uh, ended up yeah. passing too, and so I mm-hmm. can remember him from the World Series with uh, with Joe Buck, and he was just he was just one of those voices, you know, that you could count on. And um, some of these guys, you know, they annoy the the hell out of my dad, old Pappy. I I don't know why, mm. like uh, Hubie Brown and some of these other guys. I don't mind them. I I like McCarver, and you know, unfortunately, when you lose, you know, classic announcers like this, it just uh, just takes a little bit away. So, um, RIP Billy Packer and, uh, and Tim McCarvey. Mm-hmm. Sad. But, uh, you know, lastly, um, as it relates, it doesn't really relate to Cowhide, but just since this is the de facto sports segment for everything else, um, Purdue sucks at basketball. You know, they've been, they've been number one now at different points in the season in the last two years. So they ended up, taking in the shorts losing to indiana which is of course the best high school education you can buy then <laughs> they end up losing to north Worcester after they had remained number one even though they lost to indiana don't ask me about that little home cooking there and uh, then they'll end up losing to maryland today so i i'm with you steven they're, they're kind of pretenders i think mm-hmm. it just Mark would say it's parody in the sport. I would say the sport just kind of sucks right now. So um, sort of a <laughs> merry-go-round with Alabama, Houston, um, mm-hmm. and Purdue. But, uh, yeah, it look, looks like it'll be kind of anybody's um, anybody's to win maybe in the postseason. So interesting thing for the, for the Boilers. They'll be looking for some uh, sweet revenge on Feptem- uh, September. February 25th against the Losers. They'll be playing them at, at home in uh, West Lafayette. So uh, be looking forward to that. And uh, something that would please you all. So ESPN, uh, bracketology, scientists, whatever, says that the Big 12 happens to be the best men's 
college basketball conference, I think, yep. in terms of the, the postseason or, or chances of winning. So uh, not because of Oklahoma State, but because of the, uh, you know, the good, teams, good teams hey, within the uh, – As of right now, there. we're in. Okay. Not saying fun. That we're good though, but we're maybe it'll be Purdue, Purdue, Oklahoma State, and then they can Oof. lose to another sucky team. Um, so, did you all come up with the uh, the sixth state that has the most professional sports teams, including the MLS? Any any guesses? Correct. That is going to be Ohio. <laughs> correct. I'm calling it correct before I give it. That's yeah, I was correct. Saying, I was going to say Ohio or Michigan, but I like Ohio as my first choice. I don't know how many Michigan has. That's an interesting one. I mean, but they got every sports three, team. They got them all. Four, but yeah, I like three, Ohio because they got multiple football yep. teams. But I, I'm going Ohio. Yeah, Ohio's yeah. a big, uh, big professional sports state. And I think I was counting it. I think there's like 20, fo- 20, almost maybe almost half that don't have a professional team at all. So wow. did yeah. I read it right? I've read a couple articles. They're talking about maybe another football team moving to Texas, maybe San Antonio. And then the Oakland A's might be moving to Vegas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Be interesting, uh, but anyway, that, that's just well, all on the rumor. The but that I think the San Antonio one's gone away because that was a potential for the Raiders had they uh, not moved okay. to Las Vegas. So I think gotcha. that's gone away. Okay. But um, okay. I still think that there's longer term potential. But um, yeah, okay, interesting. Uh. And on to uh, flavor country. So you would remember from last time that I had a, uh, you know, sort of a oh. just testing out everything across. Tour the, de uh, force. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of a, well, kind of a culinary tour de force part. De, they pour some. Um, you, would, <laughs> you would say. Um, so this porcelain. last time, uh, my birthday was coming up right after the last pod we did. So I went to. Uh, restoration hardware restaurant here in the uh, DFW area. Mm. Uh, Mark, did you say you went to that in, do they have one in Houston? Uh, yes, they do. The restaurant? Not the restaurant, the restoration ah. hardware. So you went there and you brought food and ate in the store. <laughs> no, but I know of the one that you're talking With about. With their silverware, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and took a nap on the bed. Okay, so I would say that Restoration oh my hardware. Gosh. You guys are was he said like, that he pulled the temperature down too, so he could sleep well. <laughs> it was I turned like it down the, one degree. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I've been to the Restoration it, Hardware in Houston. The one in Dallas, I know they have a restaurant. I don't believe there's a restaurant in the one. In yeah. Dallas. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. so. But I was. I was talking about the restaurant. I would say it was like hmm. a rainforest cafe for adults. I didn't particularly care for it. The menu was quite limited. They had no booze. Um, oh. Uh, let me clarify: no spirits, and no hmm. draft beer. So hmm. I was fairly disappointed for my birthday. That's not a recommend for me. Hmm. Um, then we ended up going to a, a sushi place called Numo. Now, have either of you been to one of these sushi places where it's very small and it's like a uh, three-quarter square and you sit around the chefs and it's very sort of cozy and they're they're making it for you in front of you? Mm-hmm. I, I have not, but that's traditional Jap- uh, that's Yeah, that's traditional very Jap- Japanese. Yeah. I've been to many okay. of those restaurants in Japan, and I've been to some here in Houston and other parts of the, the world. Yes. It's part of the, so, the eight world, eight continent. I've been on eight continents. 
Eighth yeah, gun, yeah. sixth world fair. Got it. Got it. So got a chance to go there. Um, it's the type of place where it's fancy, but you leave hungry and you pay a lot. So <laughs> it was like, and you it like was, it. Go figure. It was okay. Um, and then um, had another birthday celebration at Benny Hanna that weekend. Do I, <laughs> what? <laughs> and they like the office. Do do either of you like? <laughs> Come on now. Do either of you like Benny Hanna? Oh, What's the of take course. there? It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's don't good. get me wrong, it's good. I think I had my 13th birthday there or something like that. <laughs> it is the birthday, it is the birthday place yeah. for sure. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, but do you like the food, Did Steve? they do the choo-choo train? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it's good. Um, I hope that they either did the choo-choo train for you or, or uh, flip the shrimp tail at you, but. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, don't get wrong. I, I like hibachi. I think it's great. It's not something I can pinpoint the last time I, I had it, but um, it's kind of like a, you know, a little dinner in a show, but yeah, it's good. Okay. Dinner in a show. I'll, I'll give Benny Han a credit. I've been to some of these other local kind of knockoff hibachi places and they're, they're kind of hit and miss and Benny Han is fairly consistent. Now, I mean, they've mm-hmm. raised their prices and... Mm. As Mo Pappy would say, you got to eat with another family, which is kind of interesting. But um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good experience, and I I do like the chicken fried rice. I think that's pretty oh, yeah. amazing. The green tea ice cream, pretty good. You know, some of the stuff you eat there, you know, you're in the John ten minutes later. But I think for the most part, it's a it's a pretty Sorted fun portion. experience. But like like I said, Stephen, that's maybe maybe once or twice a year. Um kind of place was there was there any place you all would add i know we already talked about steven's trip any any memorable place either one of you have been since last time we met no mm. mark mark uh, i, I mean i you... went to la viva uh oh, no yeah. oh. Okay. i know that you went to rudy's so for those oh, yeah. of you that don't oh. know rudy's is kind of a a barbecue oh, yeah. chain uh mm-hmm. here in texas now i think hey, you know yeah. for Texas. I think it's one of the best value options around. Uh, Way the, better than Dickies. Oh yeah. Well, let's be honest. Um, uh, the the jumbo potato with meat, I think it's one of the best values around, and uh, a, a full meal in a in you know you get it loaded with the <laughs> sour cream, the butter, the chives, the onions, and then you get a meat on there. I think it's a great value, real great value. Also. A plug in the fact that there's now a Killian's, Killian's, sorry, Killian's barbecue less than five minutes from my house. Can't oh, they opened up guy. another one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Didn't know that. Can't wait to try that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rudy's. Um, Fantastic. Mark, oh, Steven, sorry, you're raising your hand. Uh, two things. One, may I ask, uh, was Rudy's at lunchtime? Because you're supposed to be bringing your lunch. So, um, <laughs> what the heck? So, I met a friend oh, at lunch. Oh, so did you bring your bag lunch? Or no, it sounds like you no. got a potato. With, you know, he, I, got a, ate, I got the potato. I even he I, ate I sent that mid morning. Second breakfast. If I eat okay. my lunch before lunch, it counts. Period. So, yeah, listeners, just be aware that this uh, Mark bringing his lunch is very questionable. We need picture proof uh, only once. Okay. No, he's, um, he sent us a picture every day. I did every day. Uh, that's a per, per day. Okay. Um, the other thing is Kelly and I recently went to this new spot up here in the woodlands that replaced Jasper's. If you recognize, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. up like two years ago, 
It's called 60 Vines. I guess there's one down in like the Galleria area and hmm. another part of down in Houston. Um, it's supposed to be like the new hotness. Um, atmosphere is very, very cool. Uh, great wine list and, and great wine. But uh, when it comes to food, besides our appetizer, the actual entrees were blah. So um, yeah, cool atmosphere, good drinks, but um, don't go for the food. As of right now, it's only been open like a month or something like that. So maybe, mm. you know, they're still trying to figure out how to, you know, put flavor in the food or something like that. But um, What's so it called? far, six, not six and 60 nine vines, 60 vines. 60 like vines. wine vines yeah 60 vines Man, I I know, german. it sounds german yeah 60 vines Whoa. i Whoa. i used to love aggressive. the the ribs at jaspers those things yes. were fall oh, off the bone i love jaspers i'm so disappointed that they didn't know how to pay their bills i feel really like sad. 60 vines is already on the haddock charmin list with the uh, refuge and in, in little caesars because uh, well i would here's the thing i would go back for uh, like a like an appetizer and some wine and a cool atmosphere but at least entree wise very disappointed so far and i asked i had a couple to ask about i'm like hey what do you think about this think about that and like yeah, nobody orders that. No, it's not very good. And I was like, okay, well, this, yeah, it's good. I got it. And I'm like, Sheesh. I could have like card. I mean, it kind of was like cardboard. Mm. I, it was, yeah, not good. So, um, just word mm. of the wise. But of course, it it will be popular. It's in the woodlands in like the really popular spot. So, I yeah, ate at a place just... up there in the woodlands, uh, it, up on the water well waterway ish, but right by the mall called North Italia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best thing I had there was these zucchini chips. Amazing. <laughs> they were amazing. That's, That's it. That's all I got. I had the chicken parm. It was it was good. How do you screw up chicken parmesan? Uh, but mm. the zucchini chips were fantastic. But it took over like for brio or brie or something. Brio or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brio. brio. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was nice. Steven, do you ever get these uh, whole potatoes at the at the barbecue places with the, the meats and everything layered on? I've definitely gotten one once. It's not what I traditionally order, but I've definitely gotten one once. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're great, but it's kind of not my thing. Let me ask you, when you get one, do you eat the whole potato? No, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of potato. You don't, eat, a lot the, of potato. You don't eat the You don't eat the skin and all that stuff? Come on. I mean, I was telling, I was live a, texting Mike that I was eating the skin of the potato. Like, you know, wow. salt on there. Oh yeah, it's nice. So you, Real. so you not only went and skipped <laughs> bringing your lunch, but then you went and ate and ate the whole thing, including the potato skin. I mean, Mark. Mm-hmm. Golly. Hey. And you it's, passed. You, you it's, passed. It's your not. Today? It's not a. It's not a New Year's resolution. Uh, it is God. merely okay. something I'm endeavoring to do more of. Did you, oh, and I am. Did, did you use God. the Wizenator for your, uh, <laughs> for your test? <laughs> I can't yes, believe you. I passed. passed my biometric screenings with flying colors. I even fasted so I get that official glucose rating or whatever. Oh yeah. You, you might. Your wife might be trying to slow down your blood when you sleep <laughs> just enough yeah. to cash in on that's the, it's it's, the it's how we, it's it's how we do it. <laughs> No, 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 you gentlemen, word to the wise, never make yourself more, you know, uh, you know more valuable dead than alive. You got to be careful on how much insurance you carry on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good free, to know. free advice. Yep. Oh, gosh. 
Let's move on to uh, to Marnak <laughs> Marnak the mediocre. So I was going to ask. So Marnak, like I said, crushed it on the Eagles Niners game. I was gonna ask who was going to win the Super Bowl. My guess is he probably would have picked the Eagles for our Philly friend uh, with the spread to be a great team. They, of course, uh, thanks to the refs, don't win. Um, so I'll pivot a little here, and we'll we'll focus on Tiger this week. So uh, oh yeah, and. and uh, Steven, I'll give I'll give you a, a bonus Marnak if you want to ask something more specific about the tournament where Tiger will finish or somebody else or whatever. I'll start with a softball though for Marnak. Softball coming in slow. Tiger currently minus two. Mm. Will Tiger make the cut at the Genesis at Riv, his tournament? Uh yeah okay so here's the deal I'm I'm there let me give you a couple of pieces of data so other people can understand the challenges of being that you know in the position that I'm in with you know having to make these kinds of predictions um first Tiger Woods was the late tea time today he'll be the early tea time tomorrow so that means he's gonna be playing in the chili chili. Apparently, L.A. is cold this time of year. Chilly weather tomorrow. That's going to be a challenge. Um, but I also think it's going to be it's going to help, you know, the bionic nature of what he's got going on there. I do think he's going to make the cut. I do think he's mm. going to make the cut. There's a lot of people. I, I didn't look at I didn't run the whole whole analytics. Uh, but, you know, I think tied whatever 60th or something is still like even or one over par. So they said it on the Golf Channel. So like one over par. So he's got a three shot cushion currently. He he had five birdies, three bogeys, did well in the par five. So I, I'm gonna go yes. I think Tiger's gonna make the cut. Uh, I I worry about his Saturday performance though. Uh, that's just not been great in the tournaments he's made the cut in. Um, but I I think I think the PGA Tour wants Tiger to make the cut very very badly. Mm. Um, so I think if they've got to, you know, plant some people out in the crowd to kick the ball back into the fairway or, you know, whatever, but no, I, I hope he makes a cut, uh, as a, as a golfer and as a, as the huge tiger fan that I am, I hope he makes a cut, but I do think he'll make the cut. Apparently he was swinging the club really well. The, the holes that he made bogey on the three holes that he made bogey on goofy tee shots, that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I'm in, I think tiger's gonna make the cut. I worry I, a little like, bit about the temperature in the morning. I, I do. that. That's going to be interesting to well, me. It's not only that, but it's also the short rest. The late early yeah, is less right. rest. He's got to get up at like late, 3 o'clock, so. 4 o'clock in the morning, something like that. I mean, it's, Stretch it he's out. teeing off. Yeah. That's that's the one out. That's the one out I'd give myself is he's got uh, – that's going to be a challenge for him, I think. But we'll see. I'm liking, I'm liking the analytics there. Thank you. Uh, Steven, you guys, you guys any... we don't make it to world class mm. podcasters by just running by the seat of our pants here. You know, I got algos. So I got a lot of algos. Is he? So he's currently T twenty seven. So Stephen, did you have any additional questions for Marnak? Are you satisfied with that uh, cupcake? Uh, I, I think I'm satisfied. No, I didn't, okay. I didn't specifically come up with any. I got some other just random ones, but not for the pod. Okay. okay. Well, uh, Nick Watney, DFL, 
at uh, plus nine. So he, Ooh, he not great, probably, not great. Probably won't be making the cut. Can He's got to have the round of his life. To Man, that's a throwback to ten thir- circa twenty thirteen. How, how oh, about nice. Brooks? How about Brooks Kwepka in the Oman Open? Uh, anyway, we, that's, that's for the next podcast about how some of these live guys are playing some of these Asian tour events, and it's just not going well. Not going well. Anyway. Well, the real the real test is going to be Augusta. I'm interested to see how the oh, 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 yeah. the live contingent you know plays plays there. We'll see. I mean, he, I mean they they've been sharpening the saw against Pat Perez. So. Uh, <laughs> Hey, oh, we just got to shoot, shoot 80, 84 to uh, win some cash. Sure, whatever, 84. Yeah, they got to walk. Yeah, they got to walk an extra 18 holes. I'm going to be tired <laughs> on Sunday. If anybody makes yeah. it to Sunday, they're going to be tired. <laughs> oh. All right, on to yeah. uh, Department of Corrections. You uh, oh, no. might want to grab a chair and a, oh. a cup of coffee for this one. Yeah, Mark. All right, so uh, Stephen um, – on uh, little Stevie Bueller's day off, you mentioned that uh, Purdue lost to Michigan State. I mean, they have lost a lot, but they happened to beat uh, Tom Izzo and the Spartans that day. Um, you both – so this might be the first joint Department of Corrections. Oh. So Mark and Steven – and you could debate this with me. I couldn't really find the right answer. But you both mentioned <laughs> that Dawson's Creek and 7th Heaven were originals to the CW. It turns out they were both originals – from the WB. WB. Um, is that the same thing? Do they just I change don't the names? No, I don't oh, know. There's a, there's I UPN. Feel like UPN WB. comes in there and others. Like I'm I'm Mike, not really have sure. Have you used this thing called Google? I tried. I I tried you you go out there, you find Tariko's contract end date. It's some <laughs> sometimes the things just aren't out there. Okay. Um Steven, you mentioned that oh, I'm going to live DC DOC of DOC here. The CW is the successor to the WB and UPN, Boom. both of which launched with one week of each other. Oh. Boom. Okay, so UPN and the WB both began as just the Fox network and had started to secure a foothold with American television audiences. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not really sure if that counts, but okay, fine, whatever. The a lot of classics on the WB. Take a, a look at that. Okay. Um. Stephen, you mentioned that the office is on Hulu. Is that I know for a fact it's on Peacock. It, is it oh, on Hulu? My mistake. That's on I me. Think it, no, it's but I think Peacock. you might you might get is it, it if you have like too? Hulu Live TV. I'm not mm. sure. I, I just yeah, didn't I get it on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. All right. Okay. So it but it's so Hulu Extra, which mm-hmm. I find that hard to believe with a guy that sleeps in an igloo has Hulu Extra. But okay. Um. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it's Mark, on the comedy mentioned... channel too. You me- you mentioned that uh Sabrina might have debuted or might have been an original product of the CW. It was oh, in gosh. fact ABC and then yeah. believe it or not the WB. Uh mm. you men- also mentioned Charmed, which was also mm. the WB. So I guess the DOC of the DOC would say Charmed came from CW. Thank you. Um and then uh, so Sabrina was actually on TGIF on Ooh, that's right. ABC, yep. which okay. which Sabrina debuted in 1996. A little Rick bonus trivia here. Can you guess 
any of the other shows that were on TGIF in 1996 and there were one, one family two, matters three four and you just got two so it was family matters and boy meets world yeah one yeah, of them you won't house. get full house you won't get no the other one you won't oh. get which was clueless and there's one oh, other no. one which is one of my favorites let or me know if you need a clue man uh, but those were great days did it have robin I williams that. in it no no everywhere you it, look uh, it had pat yeah. it did have patrick duffy I don't know who Oh, that is, but... uh, yes. I can picture this. Oh, jeez. Step by step. That was the last That's line. it. Oh, step by so... step. Jeez. Yep. But you're you're that. right, Stephen. Those those were the days. That you was get a little little days. Caesar's pizza. You sit down at the top. You got your TV. You trays. wouldn't be sitting down on the couch. You'd be sitting on the porcelain if you got a little Caesar's before that. <laughs> yeah, geez, and there was no, there was no pausing that. That was you go oh, in there. You're missing it. These yeah. these kids these days, they don't know what it means to. They run don't know the what it means. The commercial. That's right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Schmucks, all of you. Um, Mark, you. Oh come on. You mentioned that the last <laughs> Cowboys playoff win was in the 90s. And I counted at least, despite the Romo butt fumble, I counted at least three. All right, fine. And that might have – actually, that might have been Sanchez. I, I think Romo had the field goal fumble Yeah, or something really, he like had the, that. He had the field goal against the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. No, but I counted, that was Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks, my bad. Seahawks, yeah, my bad. I counted at least three. Um, All right, But still, fine. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you also mentioned there was Come a QB, on. a QB called Hanky, um, yeah. which I think is uh, Winky. Yeah, yeah, Winky. Do you know where he went to school? Hanky, <laughs> Panky, uh, Winky. He went to uh, Florida State. Yeah, that's yep. right. He's a seminar. Okay. As my as my wife would say, he hails from Tallahassee. Um, I had a, so I had one with the, the 99 Sabres roster. I challenged you to come up with anyone from that roster and Steven named, uh, Dominic Hasek, which was, yep. uh, correct. And he, uh, he's actually from, uh, what, well, Bosnia, Herzegovina, mo- modern day Czech Republic. <laughs> I don't know what uh-huh. it was at the, at the time. Um, I also, okay. So here's an interesting one. I need a little mm. help on this. We're we're really getting getting into some serious stuff here on this podcast. We are. We're getting way it, too factual. We're it's we're running to... out of we're running out of time here, fellas. Like uh, I only paid for you know thirty minutes. Let's let's do go. you do you all consider a synonym asking for a synonym to be part of grammar? But what do you mean be part of grammar? Part I, of I don't grammar. know. Yeah. They're, they, it's yes. in the dictionary, so yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. The sources are part of dictionaries, kind of. It's grammar. Yes, it's grammar. Yeah. Okay. So asking for a synonym of something because you're asking for a another verb or another noun, I guess technically that's grammar. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fun fact: synonym for grammar is syntax, semantics, mm. linguistics, mm. And, and Stephen, um, you know. Question what are you getting at? Yeah, where, where are we going with this? Jeez. Well, what I, wanted, I, say, I wanted to ask it. Stephen, what's another word for synonym? <laughs> and I was just going to see if he could come up with one. Um, Mark, you said that you needed X-lax when eating Skyline. That's not true. That's already an X-lax that's uh, or laxative. 
um, you also couldn't come up with the name. It was like Swimmy, Swimmy, yeah. Sammy, Long Samsonite Island. Skyline. Um, did you end up getting any Skyline for your lunch? <laughs> no. No, because you haven't no. brought your lunch. Uh, Stop Steven, it. I have two. You Bye. mentioned... You mentioned that the U.S. Open length at Torrey was 7,300. It was actually almost 7,700 yards this, this oh, last wow. time. Um, so some Rick bonus trivia. Can you name either course that's had a longer configuration in a given round than Torrey at the U.S. Honor Open? Pros, uh, yeah, Aaron Hills. Aaron Hills was number one. Yeah. The second one you uh, probably won't get. It had some seriously patchy greens chambers bay that's right Ooh, i didn't realize yeah. chambers was that long i remember yeah, that aaron hills was being long. oh yeah aaron, aaron was like insane, insane. yes but those right. were runways that's when cook kit yeah when he went Kupka. out there when he was on wasn't a that a mario was... brothers uh turtle cooper cooper Kupka's yeah, castle Koopa. yeah King King Koopa. Koopa. um and then last right. but you not done? least uh, Jeez, wait, okay, fair. I think you. I don't know. You're cooking the books. You had like one. I think so. Right, oh, go, go ahead. Wait, go back and listen. Um, you. So I'm okay. Fair. I'm. I'm not really sure this is DOC, but hmm. you mentioned that hmm. NFL refs are shady guys <laughs> who have like side gigs. They do. No, they, NCAA. Exactly. Refs. They have like Hockley was an attorney. Like these, they oh, yeah. have some. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. A lot of them are do have side gig. I mean, wait, wait. Are you trying to prove me right or wrong? Because this seems like you just proved me right. Well, no, They're, but uh, you were like, you're like, yeah, you know, these guys, you know, Gene, and then they look like these guys look like they're guys that have side gigs that you don't want to turn your back on. And I'm like, well, yeah, they have side gigs. Yeah. Well, some of them also look like you know guys that just mm, swim with the fishes uh, if they don't uh, don't do the right thing for their mafia. Snitches bosses, get but. stitches. If the Chiefs don't win, then they go down hard. Exactly. And they don't, you exactly. don't want to go start your car the next day. <laughs> Whew, that's it for Department of Corrections. You guys are Thank making me goodness. Jeez. Hey, Stephen, we did say 2023, playing a little looser and faster. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Wait. I don't know. We might need to, uh, you know, find, 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 like, kind of revamp this section because this yeah. is getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand. We never said it's about facts. Call me the warden. Handing out life sentence. <laughs> the judge. All right. All right. On the local knowledge. Going to round it out with the old man first. What are your thoughts for the week? Oh, guys. I mean, it probably goes without saying, but I feel like I should say it anyway because we haven't said it in a while. Cherish your loved ones. Um, it's important to, to, to remember the family. Uh I think I shared, you know, we're going through a couple things with my, my old pappy. Uh, thankfully, we've got some good diagnoses and we got a treatment plan. So I'm pretty excited about that. Happy for him. We started that stuff um, and uh, things are progressing. So that's good. Um, I also, uh, I think I share with these guys that I, 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 I got a very unexpected award at, uh, from my alma mater, uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, and so that was kind of cool. I got to go back and see the old school, the old campus. I haven't been back in, gosh, guys, I got to be honest, like 2019 or something. Maybe last time Steven and I were there recruiting. Uh, it was good to get back. Uh, I, 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 I'm torn sometimes on how, how intensely, uh, uh, I, 
you know, uh, unapologetic I am about Oklahoma State, but it made me it rekindled the fire about uh, everything uh, Oklahoma State, and it was good to get back and see everybody and professors and stuff like that that I I had actually uh, had taught me. So these guys are really old, but they were there. A lot of them were still there, so that's <laughs> kind of cool. Um, and then you know, just uh, this kind of a you know, the I, I like to call it the doldrums of sport. Uh, but I say, don't give up, folks. Baseball start getting ready. Hockey's gearing up. Spring training's about to start, guys. I, I do know a guy that works for the Astros. They're getting geared up for spring training pretty soon. Um, I, I I will miss football. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to miss football. But don't give up on sports. There's some great sports going on. We got hockey, baseball starting back up, basketball, um, and golf. Don't give up on golf. Uh and I, I'm I'm excited for Tiger. It was fun to watch a little bit today. Um, I know Marnak predicted it'll be around for the weekend. I hope he's around for the weekend because I like watching him play. Um, and then my last point. I know I joked about it, but uh, as I'm getting older here, I encourage all of our older listeners to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Uh, biometric screening and going to get stuff checked out. Uh, the the health scare we had with my dad and going to get checked your your blood work looked at and all that kind of stuff I encourage you to do that as well uh, maybe lay off a little bit of the wagyu uh, you know I'm not saying red meat's bad altogether but uh, go get your go get your numbers checked uh, it's good to get uh, you know check up every now and again anyway that's me local knowledge it's uh, it's good to be back. Mark, super happy to hear that about uh, your yeah. dad. Yeah, thanks. And um, yeah, maybe one day Mike and I will be able to watch the video if you kind of figure out how to put that on a VHS <laughs> tape and send that to us, you know? <laughs> These guys are giving me a hard time. I have tried to text this 10-minute uh, video to them yeah. now eight times, and it keeps well, crapping out. I told you after the, it didn't work the time, too, to quit trying and email it or VHS it to us. So just figure it out. I mean, good grief. <laughs> It's, maybe it's we all maybe you all need to be on Wi-Fi. That's probably it. Three mm-hmm. G. Jeez. <laughs> all right, Stephen, got energy for anything else? Wow, um, it's still early. Uh, um, I yeah, I was second kind of something that Mark said, which is you know yeah, now that NFL is over, it's really hitting home. I always get really sad when college ends. Now it's sad when NFL ends. So it's going to be a long time before, you know, uh, the best sport is back. Uh, but yeah, some good golf coming up. Uh, so I'll start watching more golf, especially more hockey now, big hockey fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, more of the, you know, number one Dallas stars uh, in the West. Right. So I'll be watching <laughs> that. Um, Sleep with one. Yeah, eye I guess in, in uh, yeah, I guess just <laughs> count down to, you know, next vacation, something to look forward to. Not, not sure what that is, but you know, Gotta have something to a little you gotta have a carrot, right? So figuring out that carrot. Uh so I guess March Madness, not of any interest to either oh, one no, of I'll you. Watch, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Oh, absolutely. Not... I'm saying basketball. I said yeah. basketball. It's just we gotta we've got another month until basketball. that happens. Yeah. yeah. It's just gonna take a while. It's just kind of a weird time right now for sport. That's all. <sighs> For the sport. You sounded really old when you said for the sport. For the sport. <laughs> really, you know, when you're listening to the radio, tele, tele, television and the programming and the sport. Okay. I don't know. Let's cut myopic. 
mercantilistic uh, you know you got you got the whole world you got we're coming into the you know the end of the premiership season you got the masters coming up you got, i mean we it's all coming though that's my point it's mm-hmm. coming hey, we guess got a few months get, guess who's not getting relegated yeah Bournemouth's not looking good not wait looking a minute good. so did they already did you calculate that on your own no, I'm just saying they're looking good. Okay, but yeah. there is it there, whether or not no, there's still not a chance. Set. No, no, we'll no. Save there's that. still a chance, but that could be that's DOC. I like I like that already. That's good fodder. <laughs> um, a few things for me. Have either one of you heard or used a a thing called Chat GPT? Yes. I've heard it. What is that? This oh, is baby. The, this is, is this the a be- rabbit hole? Is this, uh, this is yes. the beginning the house? The beginning of the of end. the end. Yes. Uh-oh. 100%. This is the AI, the AI that keeps you up at night. So yeah, go Steven, I encourage you go Uh-oh. use it. And just hole. just type something like how do I prepare to leave my current employer? Mm. And see what it and see what it tells you. You type you type anything in there. You see what it tells you. You watch the robots at work and just Mm-mm. again sleep with one eye open. I encourage you to take a look see, at that. End it, it, of human humanity. Sorry. Very I think it's very handy for students. I think also some folks at work are using it, but uh encourage you if you've not looked at that, um, to take a look so you can get a jump on the machines before they get a jump on us. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, going this weekend to another birthday dinner. They're never jeez. Oh, going to a oh. place called Mott High Bai. Have either of either one of you been there in the Dallas Have area? No okay. clue what you're talking. Uh, about. I thought you were taking an international flight for that oh, one. Me too. No, I'm I'm not exactly sure what it is, but uh, should be good. Should be a, a good time. <laughs> Um, have either one of you ever noticed that some of these restaurants you go to have extremely smelly bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Like the plumbing what? has been fermenting for years. What is, yes. what is that? The Horrendous. local Wild Wings here. It's like, can you oh. guys get a handle on your yes. bathroom situation? Okay. Guys, yes. Mike, that's a bad example because I fully expect why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't don't make me. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Mike, I, it's not like you're Michael. at a white tablecloth and it's like, yeah. man, it's really no. But I'm with you. It's like the, it's like the it's like the sewer gases have backed up into the bathroom somehow. I'm with you. It's bad. I don't get it. Bad uh, pee trap. You. Oh, something. Yeah, bad pee trap. Mike, this local knowledge is going south fast. Yeah, got turn it around. Oof. Turn us. <laughs> turn the ship around. Well, I did. Go- I did want to mention that you oh, know I, I have. Sort of this weird texture thing with meat, meat sometimes. <laughs> okay, and uh, how chicken, you stay? You know, chick. Speaking of wild ones, chicken in particular. You get, you know, sometimes you get chicken fillet or chicken uh, nugget or chicken tender, and you know, you ever get those bites where they're kind of grisly or oh, stringy yes. or yes, extremely tough. Yep. So. I like there's gotta be a better way. So I, I had uh, sometime back, I had done a, a salt brine um, mm. on some chicken, but I only did it for a couple hours and, mm. you know, same nasty chicken. Um, and, and I'm like, you know, I, I think I was Googling like, how does Chick-fil-A do it? You never get a bad piece of chicken, all that kind of stuff. So I came across this uh, buttermilk chicken mm. brine 
And so it was buttermilk with a combination of spices and some other things and did it for 24 hours. This is some of the best chicken, not a bad bite, just like Chick-fil-A. So I encourage you, if you're like me, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're sort of like, eh, I, I'm not really going to go for that chicken breast because I don't know whether or not it's going to be a good piece or not. Try the, try a butter, look it up, try okay. a butter, buttermilk brine. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Make sure you, you know, bread it or do some other good preparation in terms of how mm-hmm. you make it. But I think, I think you're going to be satisfied. And, you know, I've heard that. Uh, and and Stephen, Chef Stephen, you probably know this. I think with meats, you know, like beef, you you add some beer, that kind of breaks down, mm-hmm. makes it more tender. And there's something with this chicken and this buttermilk. And I, I tell mm. you what, it's abs- absolutely dynamite. And so, um, Stephen, I don't know how much chicken you've done already, but you might you might give that a try on some of your upcoming <laughs> meat adventures. Sure. So that's gonna do it. Another one in the books. Thanks everyone for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Take care.